Welcome to Talking Shit with the Yank. And a Brit. You know, I do feel like our vibes today are very like professional podcast, like we're financial experts or even maybe like some sort of like psychology expertise going on here. So that's mm. pretty cool. Welcome to the, you know, Mind, Body, and Spirit podcast with Kate and Gemma. <laughs> Where we... Read your tarots and palms and talk shit about you behind your back. (laughs) But in a way that is really meant to be for your overall improvement and, you know, just like growth. Yeah. We help you grow while we grow together. We don't need to grow. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) Oh. No. We're perfect. (laughs) We're perfect. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot about that. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm very well. Very well indeed. Just come back Good. from a lovely luncheon at my mother's. And we, uh, she lives on a. I'm going to take you there when you're here, actually. Okay. Next week. I'm excited. Because <laughs> uh, she lives on like a, a estate, like a big manor house estate. She rents nice. a flat there, and they've got like Tudor gardens and a kitchen <gasps> garden, Italian garden, and a big pond, and it's beautiful. So. Oh my god. <laughs> Lucky. It's very quintessential British. There's also an indoor swimming pool that we can go and have a dip in. Jesus, okay. Mm. (laughs) Noted. Well, so not nearly as like nice sounding, but I actually am at my mother's right now too. So it's Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Yep. Mm. Happy Mother's Day, moms. Kate and Gemma's moms. (laughs) Shout out to you. My mom's actually downstairs right now. And when she listens to this. She's going to be like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't yell at her from downstairs while she was recording, as I specifically asked her not to do that. <laughs> Have you got a big do not disturb sign on your door? It, it actually says just the doctor's in or whatever, but yeah, it's to signal, please do, don't come in, I'm in session. <laughs> got a sock on the handle. Oh, God. <laughs> that means something else. <laughs> I think it does. Uh, um, but yeah, I've been here all all weekend. I came on Friday. I had to uh, bring my friend Ralph home. She flew into Minneapolis and I dropped her at her parents and decided to stay for a few days to see my mom and my stepdad and hang out with my friends that I haven't seen in a little while. So it's been fun. Lovely. What did you get up to with your friends? Um. Well, so yesterday we went to a brewery and mm. enjoyed some beers and chat and shit with each other. And then I came home and took a nap because beer. <laughs> and then uh, kind of later in the evening after dinner, we ended up at, we crashed a birthday party because my friend Aaron had to go to a birthday party. And we're like, well, naturally, we're going to come with you. So yeah. thanks, birthday girl, for letting us crash that. It was really nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, on Friday, we kind of arrived late because we – Went to get lunch before we left, and then we took a detour to the town Sleepy Eye, Minnesota, to check out this coffee shop brewery that was made out of or built in an old movie theater. We thought that'd be kind of cool. It was fine, but um, (laughs) so we got home a little late. But on the way home, we listened to some podcasts. One of which was about tarot cards. So so funny. It's almost as if you intentionally referenced tarot 
earlier, <laughs> but not scripted. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, we're yeah. we have a psychic connection, yeah, Gemma we're just, and I. We're so connected, soul sisters, some might say. Exactly, soul mm. sisters and blood brothers and <laughs> witches, Eskimo mm. sisters. <laughs> <laughs> scratch that (laughs) um but this podcast it was unladylike and it was one of the recent ones just about kind of the history of tarot and kind of what it means today and um I realized I have never encountered pursued thought much about tarot cards and that stuff for a variety of reasons but um one just being because I haven't and uh my friend Brittany gifted me for Christmas a deck which I've haven't used sorry Britt and so Lauren and I decided to just basically tell Brittany that we're all coming over with our friend Aaron and we're going to be doing some tarot readings and, <laughs> and some other things, some other kind of Ooh. witchy things, I guess, is the best way to put it. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> not a witch, I promise. Nope, I'm not. Um, but it's kind of fun. So then I thought, you know, I'm going to see you next week. We're busy. Mm. Maybe maybe it'd be fun to do a little bit of a tarot read and, you know, maybe yeah. kind of a, some of the other normal things. But it might be a shorter episode today. We'll see what the cards have to say about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see where spirit takes us, shall we? Yeah. Are well, you... that's fun. I'm really excited. I love a little tarot reading. Tell me about your experiences with it, if any. Um, I've delved a little bit. I've never done one for myself, but I watch people on YouTube doing it. Um, okay. Some of them are shit, but mm-hmm. some of them are really spot on in a very freaky way. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it could be like the star sign things where they're just kind of telling you what you want to hear, but some of them are sort of very specific details. Yeah. And you're like, wow, that really resonates and hits me in my heart hole. I'm so, a little scared, yeah. honestly, How but the world know? is universe is trying to send me a message that I have to either listen to or maybe just choose to ignore and we'll see what happens that's it um but yeah I find it fun and interesting and I'm excited to see what you've got in store for me I do feel like I need to just like disclaimer real quick because I (laughs) am not actually an experienced pro in any way for any of this I had to borrow a deck from my friend Aaron's daughter Aurora thanks Aurora and there is like a I think kind of um an etiquette around this you really like usually you don't use or touch other people's decks and you have your own that you kind of develop a like a kind of connection and vibe with but honestly I'm not going to pretend that I'm an expert and this is not meant to be disrespectful at all but because of my lack of expertise I realize that we might poke a little bit of fun at me about this and but just keep in mind it's not actually making fun of the people who really put a lot of stock in this do it for a living believe in this we're not trying to do that but hey, here I am <laughs> don't put yourself down Kate you've been doing this for a whole 12 hours I mean come you're on. right you're right <laughs> I actually think fair and so I will give myself a little credit that I you know googled a few things and touched this deck a few times <laughs> so now that I'm probably a pro yeah probably um, just to give you a little context, we are doing a cat tarot deck. Ooh. <laughs> Here is the booklet. Nice, nice. And, it's very you. Um, I, 
Yeah, I thought so. I think Aurora thought so when she gave it to me because she had some options and she's like, here, do this one. But I just want to read you a little bit about kind of what the special kind of meaning behind the cat deck is. Okay. Um, Humans have looked, for generations, humans have looked to cats for guidance on the best way to live one's life, from finding the warmest spots to sleep in to knowing exactly when to kick the food bowl over in the morning. Cats <laughs> seem to have all the answers. It's no surprise that Egyptians once worshipped cats, as evidenced by the half-human, half-lion sphinx, serenely looking on the world as its sandbox. So, you know, this deck is to tap into that ancient instinctual wisdom, find the feline way forward, and decide what to do when problems arise along the way. So there's like a theme, an intentional theme. It's not just someone who's like, let's make cats. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I have a weird affili- like affiliation with cats as well. They are drawn to me. Mm-hmm. Cats that usually hate other people love me. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I yeah, like you. I just got exactly <laughs> just got a good connection. So maybe this Perfect. is the right deck for my reading as well. I think it might be because mm. uh, I could have picked one that had a lot of naked breasts in it, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> why not? I don't, you know, it just, this one felt right. Okay. Um, what do you know about, like, kind of the uh, the suits and the imagery of tarot cards? So I haven't watched one in quite a while, but I did get really quite deep into it probably about six months ago. So um, obviously there's, like, there's the pentacle cards, there's the cups, mm-hmm. swords, um and like wands that's it but then there's also like oh no so yeah you have like the queen of swords Mm -hmm. the page the knight the king yes then there's like some numbered ones yeah and you have like the the moon card and the sun card as well i think i think it depends on the deck on the deck yeah what you're referring to is so there's the suits which you described that all have their own different meanings and those are mm-hmm. called the minor arcana okay and then there's the major arcana which represents like the big events the kind of themes that shape our lives overall like the things that kind of everybody experiences mm-hmm. and those are like considered the really big important ones and that's where you see like the empress and the lovers and the magician and yeah. and those and then the minor arcana is kind of like the smaller aspects the day-to-day things that you know you kind of have to grapple with or experience in life and okay. um i think what i was just yeah the ups and downs and so like the wands are kind of symbolic of motivation and inspiration they're the associated with the fire sign um, you know, kind of action and drive, passion, inspiration, mm-hmm. and um, cups related to water, and that's more relationships, feelings, creativity, uh, swords, air, and that's power, intellect, change. Uh, pentacles is the financial and physical health kind of suit, and it's related to earth. So they all have their own different meanings. And for this deck, uh, the cups are going to be represented by bowls dishes anything related to water which I'm telling you now because I'm going to probably encounter cards I don't know (laughs) because I haven't memorized them (laughs) and it might take me a minute to find them in the book (laughs) um swords are claws teeth sharp objects right Uh, pentacles are treats and food related and then wands are kind of like the toys the balls um and other cat enjoyment things okay cool I see what they've done there yeah, 
Yep. So <laughs> I was thinking if it's okay with you and you have kind of your hopes, goals, intentions, focus, question, what you need advice or what you're kind of like grappling over, we could do a five card spread. Cool. Sounds so good. do you want to maybe just give me a really high level kind of broad theme or scope that you want to? Because since we're doing this virtually, I want to be able to kind of keep that in mind as I'm shuffling and cutting the deck. Okay, so I think my focus is career focused um, and I want to know how I should proceed with my career, but not necessarily the career I'm in now, whether I should take Mm -hmm. a leap and start the business I've been thinking about. Um, or if anything else pops up, if anything else is in my ether and swirling around me, you know. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, I do think this will be a good poll then because the the five cards kind of in order of you poll, the first one being the past and how it's led to the current situation or why you're kind of wondering about this. Mm-hmm. The present situation, so where you're at now, that is the second card. The third card is hidden influences on that current situation, which you might not be aware of. Um, The fourth card is advice and insight into the course of action that you should take. And the Mm -hmm. last is kind of the outcome or consequence of your specific query. um, If the situation remains unchanged or how you will feel about the situation. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. I'm excited. I hope this is helpful (laughs) and not scary or traumatizing (laughs) (laughs) um while i just do a quick shuffle do you want to (laughs) (laughs) my eyes are closed just for everyone at home Oh, I am directing my energy and Gemma's energy into shuffling and okay, good. Now there's some sort of, I didn't read into it too much, but it's very important to cut the deck with your left hand. So I'm going to make sure I do that because who knows what would happen if I didn't. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Okay, cut. Now I'm going to pull your cards face down and I'll flip them one at a time. We'll go okay. over what the thing means and then we'll talk about the meaning. And I'll, I'll do my best to try to interpret it based on the very limited knowledge I have about each <laughs> card. <laughs> um, but we have the guidebook here too. So, and we'll just do it one at a time and I'll show you so you can see it, Gemma. Lovely. What's my future got in store? Ooby-dooby-doo, will it open the door? Okay, I've got five cards here. Mm -hmm. And just a reminder that the first one is the past and how it's led to the current situation. So flipping it. Ooh. Ooh, what is it? So it's reverse, which is important Mm -hmm. because that changes the meaning. And it is... So a death card. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a minor arcana. I believe it's pentacles because there's treats, but there's also a cardboard box and a cat biting the cardboard box. So 
I think it's the three of pentacles and I'm going to just show it to you really quick right side up. Cute. So you can see the traits at the top. Yeah. I mean, there's an arrow as well. Yep. A little three is right there. Yeah. Three up there. That's how I think it's pentacles card. Yeah. It's actually, it appeared to be like this. It's upside down. Yep. Okay. So pentacles, as you might remember, is finance, physical health, I think kind of a, a little bit of career based. It's uh, mm-hmm. let me grab my little book here again. Uh, represents uh, financial matters, material possessions, career. Um, you know, it's the Earth associated sign. So that's a good start based on your query. The Three of Pentacles, kind of the the caption talks about your rewards are in direct proportion to your dedication to your path, for better or for worse. So hearing that and looking at this card, I'm kind of interpreting it as, you know, you're going to basically reap what you sow, as they say. You're going to put in and get out, like, the amount of effort you dedicate to something. And so looking at this little kitty cat here, he's working hard on getting through that box. So I don't know if he's trying to go for the treats above him or if he thinks there's, like, a bigger reward if he keeps nomming down on it. Like, hopefully he saves room for the treats. But nom, nom, nom. So kind of, and again, could be wrong, but I'm just, the vibe I'm picking up is it's like you're, if you, if you want to achieve your goals, you're going to have to put in some work. So now the meaning of the card kind of at itself reversed is, this is what it says. Focusing on the task at hand, be it hunting prey or gnawing on cardboard, (laughs) is distracting you from the bounty available for you. When you stop and take a look around, you'll see that the rewards are are yours for the taking. Mm. Okay. So now throwing back to this is kind of the past and how it's led to the current situation. Are you kind of mm, reflecting and, and seeing how maybe this card, the fact that it's reversed maybe is relating to your query? Yeah. For like sure. maybe you, you're a hard worker, but maybe you've been kind of focusing on something that really isn't your end goal. And You've been kind of maybe missing some of the opportunities or or rewards, quote unquote, that are available to you because of this kind of singular focus. Mm, it's incredibly accurate, yeah. <laughs> yes. Killing it already. Okay. Try not to get a big head here because I don't want to, you know, make it about me. You ready for card number two? Yeah. So this one is, again, the present situation. So present. really okay. more directly focused on the now. What's happening right now. Oh, okay. This is interesting. Oh, okay. So this is a normal, like it's not reversed, it's upright. And it is a major arcana card. It is the magician. And I have to say this little guy, not necessarily on this deck, but this little guy has come up a lot since this weekend in mine, others. Um, it, yesterday I saw it when we went to Aaron's real quick. Aurora had, had done her reading for the day and she had it. So like he's been around a lot. And I actually looked up because I wanted to tell you about the magician appearing. So it's so funny that Mm. he appeared for you. Uh, I looked up a little bit more about what he means. Um, So upright keywords for him or her, I suppose. Magician could be a female, right? Mm. It's a cute little kitty. I'll I'll show you the card real quick. Cute. Reaching for the stars. Hmm. So, willpower, desire, being resourceful, skill, ability, concentration, manifestation. 
And this is the one tarot card that is filled with symbolism. The central figure depicts someone with one hand pointed to the sky, or paw in this case, while the other hand points to the ground as if to say, as above, so below. So below. Amen. <laughs> um. This is a rather complicated fi- phrase, but it's some... Its summarization is that Earth reflects heaven, the outer world reflects within, the microcosm reflects the macrocosm, Earth reflects God. It can also be interpreted here that the magician symbolizes the ability to act as a go-between between the world above and the contemporary human world. So just real quick, you know, I think it's important to note that not always, but when a card's upright versus reversed, it can kind of mean the opposite. So I yeah. do think it's probably good that it is upright for you. Mm-hmm. Um, now in my little guidebook here, my kitty guidebook, so we can make focused on what we're, uh, the actual cards we're dealing with. The magician straddles two worlds, one paw reaching sky world, skyward and two more on the ground signifying the work of creativity. While upright, this is the magic, magic of everyday invention. The circular snake, oh, there's like a little cat toy on the ground. Um, The circular snake reminds us that this is an infinite infinite process in which matter is never truly created nor destroyed, just transformed. The playthings represent the four elements in the four tarot suits, all the material needed to make magic or art. Add wisdom and purity represented by the red roses and white lilies, and the spell is cast. So, Mm. present scenario. Kind of saying, I think that you have the tools at your disposal. And... Just keeping in mind a little bit more about kind of what the magician's keywords are, which is like resource, concentration, skill, ability, manifestation. The vibe I'm picking up for this card as your present situation is that you're currently in a good space to probably pursue what you want to. Like you have the willpower, you the have resources. skills, yep, and the concentration. And just like right now um, might be the good time for you. Right now is the time to manifest that shit, baby. Yeah. How are you feeling about it? Mm, I like it. Makes me Any, feel good. Anything I said kind of jump out to you? Yeah, I mean, so for a bit of context, I obviously have my day job, but then mm-hmm. I'd like to start a singing coaching business, which has been, I've been humming and ahhing about it for quite a while. And, and you've kind of you've you've kind of already took a step, right, in yeah. that direction. I've yeah, got a couple of students, and it's it is making me realize that I do have the skills, I do have the resources to do it. I've just got to go make the leap. Make yeah. the leap. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the next card, the third card, is going to be about hidden influences on the current situation, which you might not be aware of. So. Still probably in the present, um, just factors unbeknownst to you or maybe even beknownst to you. Mm. Uh, So I'm going to flip it. Okay, it's upside down. Ooh, it's another major arcana card, one I don't know much about. It's reversed, and it's the judgment card. Ooh, sounds scary. Oh, it's pretty, though. Okay, so here is the judgment queen. Nice. It's very Egyptian vibes. Egyptian symbolism, she's holding a little feather, which yeah. I'm sure probably has some meaning. And then this is how it appeared to me, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so big, big life event thing. Remember, that's what these major cards are about. And let's see if this 
find it in here. Bear with. Oh, these are so cute. <laughs> Ooh, there's a death card. Oh, there's a dog in here. It's Ooh. the devil. <laughs> That's funny. I just noticed. Okay, moving on. Stay focused. Uh, found it. Okay. So, judgment. All it says is here comes the judge. Reversed is a reminder that you don't have to weigh every detail. Insignificant matters may be clouding your judgment. Remember that justice is blind and look away. So, interesting, because you were just talking about, you know, you kind of dallied. You've made some furtive efforts towards this business that you wanted that's starting to make you feel a little more confident in it. Mm -hmm. But perhaps something that's been holding you back is kind of some hyper-focus on things that maybe aren't really that important or significant. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I've been overthinking it and trying to like do everything right and to the book and, you know, get all my ducks in a row before I kick it off rather than mm -hmm. just doing it mm. while I'm ready. Dog's barking. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's spookily accurate. It's crazy that that's your, like, hidden influence mm. card because that could have been either not in the deck at all or literally anywhere else. Yeah. I've got goosebumps. Okay. Card four is the, again, I know I've said it already, advice and insight into the course of action the querent should take. So, right. ooh, so this feels like it's an important one. <laughs> Another reversal. Okay. Oh, shit. So, this one is the Ace of Cups, and it ooh. depicts. <laughs> Might kind of remind you of my cat. <laughs> As you can see, I'm <laughs> going to town on some water. Yeah. Yum. Beautiful. Uh, really kind of having a some good lilies. Yep. But this is how it looks. So, we'll yeah. Okay. So, again, cups refers to the water base symbol. It's your emotional state, matters relating to relationships, feelings, creativity. Mm -hmm. So, Keeping that in mind, uh, let me get to the cups section. Here we go. Okay. The Ace of Cups is the very gift of life, with water representing how we are connected to everything around us, with the greatest abundances symbolizing that of the ocean. The Ace always brings us the representative element in its purest form. So, ooh, sadly, the reversed <laughs> Ace of Cups brings heart heartbreak a loss sense of spirituality empty feelings and empty bowls but there's room for learning be willing to look inward to explore your own insecurities and self-doubt and keep an eye on people making outsized emotional demands on you okay mm. this feels like a really good advice card to me actually yeah. because you, if it were upright it would say you know basically your bowl is spilled over and I don't want to focus on it. So I'm not going to read too much of it, but just kind of new beginnings. But mm. I think since this is the advice section, yeah. what this is trying to say is that it's your, your path isn't going to be easy. Right. Mm -hmm. And nothing good ever really is um, yep. because life can be hard and there's setbacks and stuff, but that shouldn't actually really kind of uh, 
destroy you or like kind of make you doubt yourself or stop pursuing your goals, Mm -hmm. but just being, keeping in mind, um, you know, reflecting, learning from anything that maybe doesn't quite go the way you planned and setting boundaries because your pursuit is going to require you to probably make some concessions, do some things, but that really it's okay to say no sometimes. That's not really kind of like what my goal is right now and I can't maybe accommodate that or mm. or do something that somehow inhibits your ability to kind of keep focused on moving forward. So the last part where it's keep an eye on people. And I don't even know if it means people in like a traditional sense, but just like keep an eye on things that make outsized emotional demands on you because mm. it's it's going to inhibit your ability to kind of keep moving forward in the way you want to. Great. Great advice. I'll keep that in mind. Mm. Mm. Any other thoughts? Um yeah, like if I'm it's... thinking about it, I feel I'm thinking about it in terms of your day job, right? Yeah, that's it. Um, and and also, you know, saying no to certain things if I want to focus on the business and yeah. really putting my efforts into it, then, you know, I'm going to have to say no to potentially some social events or right. other emotional burdens that might stop me from mm-hmm. climbing the ladder and pursuing the old dream. So, yeah. Making sure the people in your life, you know, kind of know what you need from them and what, mm-hmm. what you can kind of offer, you know, right now, given mm-hmm. that, and hopefully that they can support you rather than, you know, maybe kind of be upset about it. Um, but I think to it's the age old, like, oh, I think particularly for people in the creative creative sphere, like, oh, you you could do, if you do this for free, you'll get great exposure, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's something that's just kind of coming up for me and thinking about this, like people who are like, hey, free lessons, but I'll tell everybody about how great you are, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a factor. Yeah, that's also a, you know, that's something that people have suggested to me and mm-hmm. I've considered Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought about giving like you know f- free first lessons or consultations but then other advice has been no you need to know your worth and know that mm-hmm. you know if if you want to be respected and actually do this as a career then you need to know that your time is worth something mm-hmm. and your skills and sell yourself are, as such yeah that's it yeah um, and not give everything away for free Yeah. And I think there's a balance to that, knowing nothing about really starting my own business, but knowing that like there's a, you kind of got to get yourself out there, but also doing it in a way that is really kind of more about this is what I'm worth. I actually am really good and you can trust in that. And that's why I don't need to like maybe do the kind of, uh, you know, do it for free or Mm -hmm. cut rate or whatever. Um, And so think being mindful about how you can use all of those different tactics in a way that Mm -hmm. isn't like selling yourself short, but also limiting you from expanding. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Love it. Nice. Great. Last card. The outcome or consequence of a specific query, if the situation remains unchanged or how the court will feel about the situation. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Hit me. You've got a lot of major arcanas here. Mm. Does that this mean one is another. It's a major so, thing in my life. 
Yeah, like the big characters, not the suit cards. Because you've gotten the magician, you've gotten judgment. This one I just flipped is an upright the hermit. Oh. Which I actually encountered this on Friday, not for any of my readings. But I I was surprised to hear about kind of the meaning behind this this character. It's pretty cute. Um, Just a little buddy in a bag, just hanging out. Aw. Yep. So for the hermit... Where are you? You're hiding in this book. So I've heard about this one before, and I think, isn't it like you've been sort of locking yourself away and learning, and then now you're ready to yeah, share it with the world kind of thing? I, If I'm remembering correctly from when it got pulled, it was a little bit of that. It was a little bit of like taking a step back, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, I found him. Indoor kitties needn't be any less worldly than the wild ones, is like the kind of overall thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, For upright, much wisdom can be gained simply by watching from the window or even hiding Mm -hmm. in a shopping bag while the rest of the world goes about its business. The Eye of Horus, which was on top of the bag and Mm -hmm. is an Egyptian like um, symbol. The Eye of Horus suggests protection and healing. Here is a safe space to turn your gaze inward soul searching may lead you to new realizations or past selves so with that and keeping in mind that number five is kind of either how you feel how things might uh out the outcome if things remained unchanged basically don't do anything what's that bringing up for you it what it makes me think of is so when i was thinking about this um, and essentially doubting myself and questioning whether I was good enough to do it. I kept being shown loads of what I like to call expanders. So it's like seeing other people doing it mm-hmm. that makes you realize it is possible. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a girl I knew in college who I used to sing with and at the time that I was thinking about all this, but thinking, oh God, I've never really, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I'm good enough. Will people take me seriously because, um, you know. What business do I have to do this? That sort of thing. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. And then I, I see online that she's started up her own um, singing business. tuition business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not only that, she's also started her own like music management. And she at the time was a single mum and you know in a a more not difficult situation but sort of less privileged situation I guess than I was in and I was like oh wow like if she can do it Mm -hmm. so can I so it makes me think of that that I was kind of just sitting back and watching and learning from other people that actually this is a possibility So, and that's like a very kind of positive thing too, you know, you didn't just like, you didn't have the unearned confidence of a mediocre white man and just like dived right in (laughs) to be like, look, I can't, you know, because sometimes, you know, you just can't be successful. Sometimes people get lucky in doing that. Sometimes they don't, but you really approached it mindfully kind of sitting back and seeing kind of like your predecessors doing it, like how they've maybe approached it. Um, kind of internalizing and thinking what might work for you, giving you confidence too, which I think just looking at this little buddy too in the bag, you know, kind of peeking out and being like, 
I do want to go out, but I just, you know, want to make sure it's cool first mm. and, and, and safe. Um, and, you know, I was looking at the reversed too, which is if it were upside down, it would be reminding us not to be scaredy cats and the world needs your wisdom. So come out of your cave and share it. And so since it's the same card, but depending on how it's flipped, interpreting the upright even more is kind of like when the the precursor to stepping out, right? Mm. So like if if it were flipped, you maybe would have already engaged and kind of, and you have so far, so you're maybe on the cusp, but you're you're still kind of continuing to develop, but looking at the rest of your cards and knowing you have the skills, the time might be a good time. Maybe there's a little bit more you want to kind of learn or assure yourself of or identify before you make a big leap. And that could be like going full bore into it or kind of formally kind of announcing and putting yourself out there in a way um, that you just need maybe a little bit more time in that regard. Mm-hmm. and that, Or that's how you're at least kind of feeling about it right now. Yeah. It might not be that that's actually the case, but mm-hmm. just you yourself don't feel quite ready. Yeah. So you're spot on. <laughs> oh, freakish. So those, that's your reading. That's your five card spread. Cool. Thank you. That was kind of fun. That was good. Oh, my God. You're like so <laughs> spiritual. That was all you and your energy. I just pulled the <laughs> cards because you're not in the same room as me. <laughs> um, but that yeah, was it was awesome. kind of fun. Yeah, I don't know good. how I want to incorporate tarot into my life. I have a deck, like I said. it's It just felt like an interesting thing to do given the podcast and stuff. But mm. given how on the nose it felt for me and maybe even a little you, part of me is kind of like, if I'm really grappling with something, it could be kind of a fun, yeah. reflective thing to do from time to time. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't even need to do a full spread. You could just pick out a card One. and see yep. yeah, what it's telling you. Yeah. And yeah. Definitely. I love it. That was so fun. Ooh, <laughs> it really freaked me out a little bit though. Hopefully those listening also found it interesting. But uh, for those, particularly my friends who listen, who, you know, Brittany and Aaron and stuff, let me know if what I got wrong, what I got right. If you have different thoughts about the cards I pulled for Gemma, just your yeah. and your own experiences with tarot and that goes for everybody because I do like to hear about other people and the things that they do in their lives or that they find helpful yeah get in touch I want to know everyone else's thoughts give me guidance (laughs) and advice (laughs) definitely be my life coach (laughs) yep you know you are baby quite a different vibe than tarot to be honest (laughs) yeah this is uh we're going in a completely different direction to be honest but it's it's someone sort of asking advice so maybe we could ask the tarot cards (laughs) oh yeah we could i'll do a one card draw on it okay i will shuffle while you read so we can manifest its energy okay perfect so would I be the asshole if I told my neighbor that I'm pretty sure his wife is cheating on him? Eey. Advice needed. Are you going to do an accent? Uh, <laughs> you don't have to. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Fuck, I can't even... Th- I can't think of any accents. <laughs> um, Australian. Australian. Right. Okay. Let me just get into 
Aussie. Right. Now, I have been told that my Aussie accent actually sounds more Kiwi. Okay, interesting. So, for any Aussies that are listening, just pretend I'm doing Kiwi. Okay. (laughs) Right. A Kiwi who's lived in Australia for a little while. (laughs) A little bit of a twang, maybe a little British twang every now and then. Okay, so here we go. Let me just clarify that I don't know 100% that she's cheating. I am willing to bet that she is. I will get into that. But this could be me jumping to conclusions as well. So this couple moved into our street a few years ago. I don't know how long they've been married exactly, but they're a nice couple, seem happy, and they're friendly people. Never heard them fight or anything. She works from home, and what I remember, her husband goes into the office. Last three or four months, I've been seeing a guy that's definitely not her husband coming into the house. He parks in the garage, so no one can see the car parked in the driveway, Um, but I see him drive in. He's usually there for a few hours, and then he leaves. The guy's around her age, late 20s, early 30s, and shows up once or twice a week. My my asked her once who the guy was, since she, she's not subtle at all, and the woman said it was just a co-worker. Maybe that's not a lie and he's her co-worker, but I don't see why he'd show up at her place like this. I don't know what to do. I could just be jumping to conclusions, but it looks like she's cheating and I feel bad for this guy. He's always been cool to me and my wife and he's a good dude. His wife has always been nice as well, actually. She's very polite and friendly. It does not seem like the kind of thing that she would do, but then again, we're not that close or best friends. So I guess I'm looking for more advice then uh, than anything. This could be the wrong sub for this entirely, and I don't want to get involved in the drama. We live in quite a nice, quiet area, and I don't get involved in stuff like this, but I feel like this guy is going to get hurt. Any advice? Oh, I have a lot of feelings about this one. Tell me what your feelings are. Should we do the card draw first or should we talk about it? <laughs> Let's talk about it and then we'll draw the card. Okay. Okay. This person was very contradictory in some ways to me about not wanting to get into the drama, <laughs> worried about the guy getting hurt, not friends with them, doesn't seem like the type, but who knows because we're not friends with them, but they're nice. So I feel like I'm somehow obligated. And that is where I'm getting a little stuck because it, it it is almost assuredly going to be causing some drama if (laughs) with the information that this person has and like what he can say for sure or her um, to go over and tell the husband uh, it's going to be, there's going to be drama. I I think the natural question is going to be too, like, why are you constantly watching us (laughs) Um, would be one, I think. And The other would just be, I think, deflection, probably blaming the messenger, shooting the messenger, as they say, Um, getting involved in business that, you know, they're not your friends. So there's, I I wonder if you actually are obligated or owe anything to him that would make me feel like you, that would be something you would need to say. And, you know, it's going to continue to be a nice, quiet neighborhood if you don't say anything. If it is an affair and it comes uncovered, my guess is that, like, they'll probably handle it internally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, probably the safest thing would be do nothing. But if this man comes to you and says, have you seen someone coming in and out of my house a couple times a week? This kind of car looks like this. Then you confess up. 
you know, you don't mm. have to lie to them, but yeah. like going with, you know, you, you know, it's a coworker, maybe the, it's as innocent as because they work from home, he has to come over sometimes and they have to work together and the husband knows all about it. And mm-hmm. so now you're going over and being like, I've been watching your wife and she's fucking this guy. <laughs> yeah. Like that's going to make him not really appreciate you either. I don't think. No. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's uh, clearly a bit of curtain twitching going on here and nosy neighbor mm-hmm. syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um. <sighs> Part of me thinks it's it's none of your damn business what goes on. I can see that he's trying to be nice and wants to, you know, potentially protect his neighbor from getting hurt. Yeah. But he could open a whole can of worms. Like, I mean, I know she's already said it's a co-worker, but if, if that hadn't have been mentioned, it could be a number of things. It could be a cleaner that they have come around. It could be a gardener that comes around. Yeah. The only thing that makes it feel a bit dodgy is that he parks in the garage and yeah. shuts his car in there. But then maybe that's just where they've told him to park. Yep. Um, maybe there's a concern about his precious car getting damaged on the street. Exactly. And it feels like this person is maybe sort of has created a dramatic situation in their own head mm-hmm. and created this kind of little juicy story. Mm-hmm. that he believes to be true but could very well not be and could mm-hmm. end up hurting their relationship with their neighbors the relationship between these two people and as you said if he comes to you for advice then fair enough tell him uh, but it's going to be difficult approaching mm-hmm. him and just being like yo dude think you are cheating on you um it's not really anything anyone wants to hear having said that i think i'd want to know absolutely i think everybody would me, but. yeah everyone i think would say they'd want to know but i think people might have mixed feelings about how they find out mm. and from who right yeah so that is where i'm trying to put myself in this man's shoes if my neighbor came up and told me that i think like embarrassment anger questioning because like the next thing would be to go to your spouse and say what this person told you and ask and then that you know whatever happens after that could be a number of different scenarios it could be something as like she lied about it being a coworker, but it's actually her brother who has a drug problem that they didn't really want to share and it's kind of embarrassing but he comes over and like a couple times a week and maybe she does some support for him or something and just really didn't want it's like it's none of your business so I'm I'm just gonna say it's a coworker because I don't know you and I don't really want to say yeah my brother (laughs) comes over a couple times a week because he's got drug issues and this and I'm helping him try to find a job Mm. or maybe they've got an open relationship and they're all very much aware that she has Mm -hmm. a friend come round and (laughs) Yeah. Sort her out a couple of times a week, you know. You don't know. Yep. yep. You know what goes on behind totally. people's closed doors. So, At minimum, I would say, like, I guess if you feel compelled, continue to observe, right, which is creepy to say, but, like, maybe <laughs> just hold off still. Like, maybe waiting a little bit longer would be the better course of action because things might clear up for you. Yeah, and it all depends how close they are to these neighbors as well. If if you're really good mates with them, yeah, then 
you know, there you could maybe one day if you're having a few beers with him, just bring up who's the person that keeps coming over. Yeah. Oh, who's your wife's coworker that comes around? Something like that. See if he knows anything yeah. about it. Yeah. Without fully going. She's cheating on you, bitch. You know. Right. Right. What's Tarot saying? Okay. So just a one card pull. Ooh, a reverse justice card. Oh, okay. So this is what it looks like to me. Here it is upright. He's Cat eating a foot. Mm. No, I think it's a hand. <laughs> oh. Bad in the hand that feeds you. So that feels pretty pretty poignant or on the nose, but let's see what the book has to say. Where is it? There it is. Okay. So the justice card, just because the hand feeds you doesn't mean it doesn't deserve an occasional nip. Mm-hmm. Reverse. The justice card is a reminder that karma applies to you too. Oh. You will lie in the bed you make. Plan your catnip accordingly. Holy shit. <laughs> well, wow. I feel like that doesn't need a lot of interpretation, but, uh, you know, the upright of it says the card reminds us that actions have consequences and cause is followed by effect. No surprise mm. that this card is associated with cautious measured Libra. Fairness will pre- prevail, so play by the rules. Now, if it was upright, I would almost think like, be careful, but maybe proceed. But reversed is saying, mm, watch out for karma yeah. and the bet you're about to make. Mm-hmm. This shit could backfire on you, man. Yeah, that's totally the vibe I'm getting. Crazy. Weird. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that was fun. Oh, you should become a tarot reader full time. Um, you're good at it. Ooh. Well, <laughs> I think that... Probably, if people are in touch just kind of with like intuition, you know, the kind of elements of, you know, the, the psychicness of it all, which I don't necessarily think I'm, I am, but I think one big key is really getting to know the cards and the meaning behind them rather than just like the words themselves. Yeah. That is probably a big part of what makes someone successful. So I, this is not probably going to be my life's calling, but <laughs> I also think that, you know, probably if this is something that people care about and really like believe in, then I can understand it too, because there is something to be said about needing a little help, even if you don't put, a, you know, 100% faith and stock into it. But if I was this person, either we were talking to this person directly or listening, he was listening to this podcast, I would be like, I will maybe just hold off yeah. for now. <laughs> Maybe don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Hmm. Crazy, crazy. I'm excited to see you next week. Should I bring my tarot deck? Yes. (laughs) Okay, I will. I'll try to study up a little. (laughs) So, yeah, Uh, next week, listeners, we're going to be in the same fucking room as each other. I'm so excited. Me too. I hope it doesn't just, like, become very awkward. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're just like shy and giggly like oh my god it's like a first date oh my god i haven't seen you in like the flesh in so long and i'm so nervous <sighs> i've known you for so long but it's almost as if i just don't know how to be around you <laughs> yeah we're hoping for some interesting fun content while we're together whether it's you know just kind of more of the same but maybe 
you know, kind of a little bit more interactive stuff because we're together. Maybe we've talked about kind of having a live podcast party scenario. We'll see if we can pull that one out. (laughs) Maybe go explore some things and do some recording there. (laughs) Yeah. Could do like a a full moon tarot reading. Or, you know, yep, we talked about maybe trying to explore the Scientology buildings and live or record that while we're doing it and see what happens. Mm. <laughs> if you have any thoughts or, you know, asks or wishes or what you want to hear, or have us do while we're together, let us know because we'll try to make it work as long as it's not like obscene or crazy or weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not going to do any like <laughs> weird OnlyFans shit, but nope. You know, I will do a Tim Tam slam though, if that's what people are interested in. <laughs> What's a Tim Tam slam? It's like those cookies from Australia. Claire is going to know this, I bet. Um, it's the cookies in Australia that are like penguins for yeah. you guys, where you bite a corner and another corner, and then you suck tea through it, so it gets all melty oh, and yeah. gooey, and then you basically just eat the cookie. Oh. So <laughs> Sounds pretty good. It is. I'll do one good. of those. Highly recommend. <laughs> Highly recommend. Great. Well, as we said, get in touch if you've got any ideas or anything you'd like us to do or talk about or explore. Or if you'd like us to do live tarot <laughs> readings every week for you, we're willing if to so, turn send the us your quarry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Awesome. Um, it was good to see you and you, and thank you to everyone listening. We appreciate you. You can find us at talkshittous at gmail dot com on TikTok, on Twitter, on Insta. Um, maybe other places too one day we'll see and we hope you have a great day and week in life oh beautiful <laughs> positive note here <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll see you next week gal yeah see you then bye, bye. Remember when I was telling you the other day about how it's hard for me to leave my home because I don't want to leave my blender? Yeah, your emotional support blender you called it, which I thought was weird and maybe a little problematic. I said it feels like my emotional support blender because of how many smoothies I make and how good I feel these days because of them. Okay, go on. Well, I found something the other day that may solve my problem. Oh, tell me more. I discovered this thing called Blendjet 2. It's a portable blender that you can use basically anywhere or anytime. Seems messy. I know, but it doesn't look like it is. Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. More like a margarita at work, know what I'm saying? (laughs) Or that. But it's also small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house and it lasts 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. So not messy at all, I don't think. Okay, I'm intrigued. And now I want a margarita. Me too. 
It looks like there's tons of different styles and colors, so you can have a margarita blendjet for work, a protein blendjet for the car, and a... Soup blendjet for the forest? <laughs> sure. Oh, I want the camo one because I am a certified badass. <laughs> Just don't lose it in the woods. Okay, so what are we waiting for? These look awesome. I know. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code TSPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Blendjet feels so strongly that no other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They'll guarantee you love it or your money back. Gotta love the confidence and the ability to blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code TSPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. I'll cheers you with our Blendjet margaritas next time I see you. Brilliant. Cheers. <laughs> 